Welcome, everybody, back to the Clubhouse Chatter Podcast. I am your host, and today with us, we have Luis Davenport, pitcher for Marshall University. What's up? My name is Luis Davenport. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm a right-handed pitcher at uh, Marshall University. So, Luis, I do have a question. Um uh, recently, you guys played Eastern Kentucky, where you previously went to college. How'd that feel going back there? I just felt like being back home, really, just being there the past two years. Is, that's where I played at, spent my time at. So, like, just going back, it just felt like being back at home. Yeah. Um, also, there are recent reports that Marshall is trying to move into the Sun Belt a year earlier than they were supposed to. How do you feel about that competition next year going up? Well, I feel like it's a, a great, great chance to, you know, get in front of a better competition, you know, so being able to be seen by or basically play better teams that what we're playing right now in this conference. So it'll be a, a good experience for, for Marshall, I feel like. Yeah. Um, currently, you guys are, aren't doing too poorly for yourselves. I mean, your record is six and three. You're you have beaten BYU. You split that series. You're on a decent winning streak by five games. So what's going through your heads before every match? Uh, right now just I know this is basically like a kind of a new team. You know, we got a lot of transfers that came in this year from the from past year. So just everybody trying to mesh together. Just everybody's playing their role, like just doing what they need to do, not doing too much, just keeping it simple, not doing extra. And I just feel like just having that, having that, like everybody just do their job and just play their role, like work as a team. Like that's like going into like tomorrow's game, whatever. Like I feel like we have a lot, like a lot going for ourselves to keep the winning streak going for us. Yeah. Currently this year, you haven't been doing too poorly with your ERA. It's currently at a 3.60. So how often do you normally look at your statistics, if at all? Honestly, I I haven't even looked at my stats in a week and a half. So I try to stay away from it just so I can just not think too much about it. So like, basically like... If I just look at my walks right now, I know I have, like, one walk right now or whatever. But say, like, if my walks were, like, up a little bit, I'll be trying to stress myself about, like, I can't be walking a lot of people or, or or anything in that, like, scenario. So I just try to stay away from, like, looking at my stats and just, like, play my game. Yeah. Um, how is your relationship with your catcher? My relationship with catcher is, is – pretty great you know you got to have that relationship with your catcher so like just so he knows like how you pitch or like how how you work in the game so like if you're not connected with your catcher like say like you need a pitch in a game like late late count in the game and like you know like where you need to get that pitch pitch or like how how you need it to work in in that count to finish the batter like your catcher is going to like know like yeah you need to get this done or like what spot you need it or just keeping you comfortable on the mound yeah to perform 
And I, I did take a look at your high school statistics. I knew a bit. You could rake a bit. <laughs> yeah, I tried to a little bit. Yeah, batting average is 233, 27 RBIs, 31 hits. OBP was 391. I mean, you could definitely hit. Try, I tried to a little bit. I really didn't even pitch a lot in high school for real. I pitched probably – I started pitching like late junior year, starting high, uh, starting senior year. Yeah. Senior year, you got your numbers way down. In junior year, it was 4.94, and then you got it down to a .52 senior year. Mm-hmm. 4-0 record in 12 appearances. And then you also on Perfect Game, you were listed in 2021 as the top 500 draft prospects at 44. Yes, sir. I was just being able to compete and, you know, just try to better your craft every year. I just feel like that's just like a main thing for me, just trying to compete, stay consistent in the zone. And I guess that's where like my results come to keep me like getting better every year. Could you walk us through a normal day for you in college with baseball uh so right now since i only have two classes to to graduate basically so everything is online for me right now so basically you know the typical morning you know get up eat breakfast we basically have practice around 12 or 1 early work for position players or whatever at like 12 30 but pitchers show up at one o'clock for you know the regular practices to get warm up and stuff. So like basically practice is just pretty simple for real. Just, you know, stretch and throw, you know, go over go over your defensive plays, but your bunt defenses or, you know, pop fly priority, things like that. First and third. And then and then long toss short boxes, flat ground. And pretty much like you when you come to the field you basically for pitchers like I can't really speak for position players because that's not what I'm doing now. But I know for pitchers, like, our coach has, like, a set, like, standard of us, like, a schedule throwing. So, like, when you come to the field, like, you already know, like, you're throwing for the day or you're running for the day or, like, whatever you need for the day. Like, you don't have to really ask any questions when you come to the field. Just, you know, get your work done and get out of there. And practice is typically, like, two to three hours a day. But... Other than that, it's just really that's it. We got an hour lift. Lift is lift right now is not too bad because we're in season, so it's like kind of like just trying to maintain our mobility stuff and stretching and stuff like that. So that's really about it. And you know, that's basically like how it goes every single day, unless you have games or traveling. And that's really it. Speaking of traveling, how is it traveling with the team? Is it more fun? More laid back. Uh, I'll say, I mean, it just depends. Well, I, for for us right now, it's it's more fun. You know, when you're winning, like, you know, everybody's always messing together and like just doing whatever, like acting crazy or just just enjoying yourselves with each other. So it just depends on you know how the atmosphere is. But most of the time, it's always kind of laid back or always having fun, listening to music, playing around. So yeah. And that leads me to another question. Who's your role model 
for all of this and just in life in general? Um, I'll say for baseball, Marcus Stroman, because that's like kind of who I look up to for baseball. Yeah. But, you know, I've kind of been prepared, um, not prepared, but uh, compared to him in, in certain ways, just athleticism and like just how I move around on the mound. So just how he goes about his stuff. And he's also like not like as big or as tall as everybody other pitchers. So like just how he like goes about his stuff and like works, works hard and stuff. And just what he has that he brings to the table for his team every single time. So. Yeah, that is definitely a good player to be compared to. Mark Stroman, one of the best at this point. All right. He definitely is. And – in your personal life, who would you say you're? Um, definitely my parents, because there's a lot of time that they spent, like, or like, just cut out of their life and gave it to me, basically, because like all the money they spent on me and just like traveling and all the, because baseball around me wasn't like I always have to go. just for me to, like, have better competition because I always play teams up. So just, like, and also my dad also trained me for, like, pitching and stuff when I was like, At one point, I didn't want to really pitch. I wanted to always play the field. I like to do more other than just watch the game all the time or just pitch once a week or things like that. But, like, he's really, like, sat there and, like, took me to the back. when I was younger, like now he definitely probably wouldn't catch me now because I'm throwing harder. But you know, just it was just the little things that he did for me and took time out his day to help my career. Yeah. And parents are always a great help in these types of things. I mean parents are the ones that help raise you, help basically make you the person that you are. Mm-hmm. But um the next question. Well, what team is your favorite in the MLB? Um, I was a big Astros fan because I like Carlos Carrera and Altuve up the middle. Mm, respectable. I mean, they're in the 2017 thing, but yeah, they're a good team. Yeah, other than like the scandal that was going on and stuff, but I mean. It... <laughs> At some point, you always got to look past that. Stuff. Yeah, like, you, you, it, everybody does it, you know? Like, yeah, it's just certain people get caught. Um, True. It is what it is. So, if after baseball, when you retire from baseball, what's your plan with your life? Um, I've always thought about being a, an agent, like, either an agent or a coach, because, like, I know when I was younger, like, there's things I, w- I knew – I know now that I wish I knew when I was younger. So, like, I will always want to, like, just be able to help, like, the youth or whatever to just, you know, help them know things that I that I wish I knew when I was their age. Yeah. I mean, helping the youth is great as it always gets you ready for the next generation. Right. 
and then the next generation after that. The more you help the next generation, the more that helps the generation after. And just 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 seeing them succeed will always like seeing somebody else succeed that I helped or just in general, like just, you know, just feels better about yourself. Like, cause you wish like sometimes it's, there's things like, there's always things that I wish I knew when I was younger and I feel like I would be better at this, but like, obviously like, you know, things happen for a reason. So like you might not know everything you need at that point until later in your life, but yeah. All right. Well, that is all the questions I have for you today. Thank you for coming on. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Clubhouse Chatter, and we will see you all in the next one.